0: Hey bestie. What's up girl? Hey, does anyone ever ask you like, oh, I heard you do a podcast. What's that witty and gritty podcast all about?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I usually spit out this robotic sentence that we help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful and fulfilling lives. So that's usually what I say, but I'm also monotone. Y'all know this. And so it's just like, so Farron, what does that mean?
0: Yes. Well, my response is not as fancy, even (laughs) though I've heard you say that. Lots of times I should know by now, but essentially I explain that we help people grow in their Christian lives and through their growth, then they can better fulfill God's calling on their life.
1: Right. So we're book study experts and we know how to analyze, pull apart and take that through the Christian lens. And that's kind of what we do here.
0: And so then sometimes people are like, yeah, you're self-help books and they might be mainstream, but we are always sure to bring it back to God and the biblical view.
1: Right, so whether you see a secular book or something that a Christian author has written, just know that when you come here, you're going to get it through a biblical lens.
0: And not just ours. I like that we incorporate interviews by people living out the principles. Yeah, that's for sure. So that's your little bonus if you stick around through the series, So yeah. we hope you will.
1: Yay! Here we go! Episode... 157 How to win friends and influence people In the digital age I, know. I, I say in the digital age and in my head I, I think in italics
0: Oh <laughs> Does That's anyone nice. else think in italics?
1: I, I Wait, I'm the only one? That's so weird Because In this room you are the <laughs> <home laughs> only In this room of two of us Yeah, I think I also like think in colors Or Wow well, I'm sure there's
0: Yeah, and if you don't think in color, let me give you maybe not exactly what Brooke was thinking. But if I said you got to pick a color spiral notebook for science class, what color? Yeah, I think I feel like most people would say green. What about math? Blue. And reading? Red. Uh Uh-huh. And what's the other one? Social studies? Yellow. Yep. And maybe that's because... That's That's what what we were trained for six (laughs) years in
1: elementary school? (laughs) But still,
0: things are colors. And if you've color-coded anything... You are thinking about color, so you're not I like alone. like color coding. Italicizing, maybe.
1: Yeah. Well, is it on the front? Maybe is that what I'm No. Well, it's in a different color, not italicized. But I for sure do italics in my head and builds.
0: If you guys do italics in your head, <laughs> will you please DM <laughs> us on any of our social media? or? I, yeah. Like, I even switch my voice into digital. Do you think in like all caps and underlined and yes. bold? Not not, not so
1: much the underline. I don't favor the underline, Ooh. nor do I underline in emails. I'd rather bold it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So I can't can't wait. Oh, okay. I can't wait to hear. So
0: we are still in part two. Wait, but, what yes. about like Comic Sans versus Times New uh, Roman? Never use Comic Sans. <laughs> hate it. I hate it so much.
1: Elementary people, I love y'all, and I get why you do that. I get it.
0: I saw a picture once, and it was like we are a Fortune 500 company. Mm -hmm. Why are we writing signs in Comic Sans? I agree.
1: There's a time and a place, and elementary is the only setting Comic Sans should be allowed.
0: We will agree to disagree. We shall. I'm also the one that includes emojis and professional emails, so (laughs) maybe I'm not. (laughs) Maybe I'm not your best. Maybe
1: that's like the high school, elementary school difference there with Mm -hmm. our backgrounds. Anyway,
0: I hope you're still listening, because this chapter is called Listen Longer. Yes, this is the fourth component
1: of the six ways to make a lasting impression. So this is part two of the book. Yes. We're going to listen longer. I'm just going to listen to you. Just take it away, Farron. Oh, man, that'd be a boring
0: (laughs) podcast episode.
1: Yeah, right. I'm over here smiling.
0: Okay, so when I saw this chapter, Uh I mean... Activating my background knowledge like we teach in school. (laughs) This is a skill I wish I was better at. Um, My loving mother-in-law said this as a lawyer. She's a very successful lawyer. Episode 25. Nope. 23. Go listen to both of those. In the Grit miniseries. Grit is great. Um, (laughs) But giving me advice on having hard conversations, especially in a professional setting, usually with a superior. And she said, let me tell you this whoever talks first loses Ooh. so do you what if you're in a stalemate so <laughs> you know like wait time uh-huh. or like if anyone else can relate not being good with that awkward silence yeah that's how I would go and I'd reflect like how did I sign up for all these things to do why have I taken on all this work and that's because in the room when they're like well we need someone to do this and it goes silent I always talk first I'm always the first to speak, so I lose, and I get to do the work. Yeah. Or if I go to a superior and ask for help, the superior sits there, and guys, maybe like two seconds, but it feels like two hours, and then I say, you know what? I came to you to ask you for help, but I will, in fact, figure out a way to do it myself. Thank you for your time. Bye. And then I walk out of there like, how did that just happen? Oh, no. (laughs) So, um... That's not necessarily entirely what this is about, but there are more than one way to use the skill of listening longer, not being the first to speak. Well, and this says it perfectly. The
1: power of listening is the power to change hearts and minds. More consequentially, consequentially, it is the power of giving people what they most desire, to be heard and understood, which everybody has. We have been designed by God to want to love and be loved. Obviously, we want to love and be loved by God. God loves us and we love God. So there's that. But we're ingrained with that, which carries over into every relationship we have. Think about any relationship that you have and you enjoy. You know that they will listen to you and hear you out, whether you're right or wrong or whatever. They're going to at least hear you out and try to understand how you, how, how did you get
0: there? Mm -hmm. I think. What's interesting, too, that I hadn't really thought of before reading this, but it talks about how being a good listener also helps build trust in that relationship. True. Um, I think with trust, I always think of the speaking aspect as far as, like, um, what are they going to go tell other... Everyone my secrets or whatever. But if I feel heard and listened to, then I feel like I can share more. Hmm. But if I'm not even being heard, then why share anything um and then the author notes too this process is a slow one but it will always bear fruit again not from a manipulative like oh i'm gonna build their trash so i can take advantage right. of them the fruit of just having a good relationship working relationship again hopefully you want to influence the, your personal kids or people in your job and that all comes from having good relationships
1: yeah i like that in here, he gives an anecdote about Abraham Lincoln and he is frustrated with something that is going on. So he brings in his friend and all the friend does is just sit there and listen for hours. And you know how sometimes <laughs> you just need to say it out loud to hear 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 it from, sometimes whenever your own voice hears, says it, you're like, oh, okay, now that I actually said that out loud, dot, dot, dot. Or twos, for example, Enneagram twos, they process Out loud. So them talking to you is a way that they are processing through an emotion or an event or whatever. So if you know they're an Enneagram 2, they definitely need to speak out loud.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And also the power of counseling. If you go to a therapy session, they pose questions. It's not like they're sitting there talking. They'll pose a question, and you're the one talking. So that, again, with the processing that out loud... Uh, And the power of someone just listening to you.
0: Yeah, and that's what happened in that story with Lincoln is he was really stressed out. He called up a buddy Mm -hmm. of his. Not called because, you know, phones. But uh, (laughs) sent for him. His friend came. And um, the friend reflected on, I showed up. He talked to me into the early hours of the morning. I said nothing. And then he sent me on my way back home and said, thank you. And the guy's mm-hmm. like, but I didn't do anything, but it's being a sounding board. And like, like you a trusted saying. confidant. He didn't yeah. call, like he
1: sent for a very specific person who he knew he could trust, who would sit there and listen and not try. You know, when you try to go to talk to someone, they try to fix it in the, as you're talking.
0: Mm-hmm. I know. Typically spouses do this like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so we, in our house, we talk about, do you want me to listen or do you want me to help? And so sometimes it's, I, I need your help, but I need you to listen to like all the details first and then help me, or I just need you to listen and just not like validate my feelings, but just I can see where you that would make you mad i can I can see that knowing you knowing the situation, I get it, but if I asked for help, blah 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 blah. So having that up front is helpful.
0: I've run into that here recently with my oldest, she's in fourth grade, and I've had to start saying to her. Okay, do you want me to solve this, or you just want me to listen? Because I think as kids, they always seem to be coming to you needing something, and it's almost just a reflex or habit. And of course, we love them and want yeah, to fix their sure. problems, but here lately, I've had to be very mindful of um, doing that with her. Mm-hmm. Now, my other two, they still just want something, fix this, I need this, Give <laughs> me that. Um, so we're not there yet. Well.
1: Pro tip, also, like, so what you said, Farron, especially with someone you are parenting or guiding or if it's your mentee or whatever, and if they're having, they chose for you to just listen, at the end of it, if you don't feel good about it, you can sit there and pull uh, Love and Logic and say, do you want to hear what some other people have tried? And we have Kelly Smith, who was on an episode 60, who talks about that entire philosophy and strategy and how she uses it. But that's a question that I like to pose too, especially if they're just, Needing to blurt it out or say it, or and you're like, I don't like how that is going in my head, so oh, okay, well, do you want to hear what some other people have tried, or what do you think would happen if you're not you're not trying to tell them what to do mm-hmm. but you're also guiding them away from things you want them to be guided away from.
0: I think some people avoid being brought into tough conversations because they feel like they have to have the right answer or say the just right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think most of the time they're going to find out that you just listening and not having to say any words or say the words back to them, like their words, you know, that helps. Yeah. So what I'm hearing you
1: say is, Mm -hmm. and then you can even use their exact words or if you're still trying to understand what the heck they're talking about, what I'm hearing you say is paraphrase Mm -hmm. because it might not even be what they were actually saying.
0: Oh yeah. I've had that one too. She was talking about um someone at her table who always, da, 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 da. I was like, Ooh. so this happens every day and in, like, earnest. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, no, not, like, every day. And I was like, like, every other day. And come to find out, it had happened for the first time that day. Okay, well. But in her head, it had, like, she tr- She wasn't trying to be dramatic. But I just know her enough to know that, like, it just had blown way out of yeah. proportion and it was more about the anxiety of what if it continues mm-hmm. so it that translated to this always, always. happens mm-hmm. which is you know not taking those thoughts captive right um but the important piece again to all of this it says you have to be discerning enough to mm-hmm. be that burden lifter yes and that's where leading with questions of hey you seem pretty upset um kind of you're setting what's the goal of this conversation or how can I serve you best right
1: and Jenny Allen when you were talking about the specific people you're going to that can be your village trusted confidant there might be different pockets of people like I'm not gonna go to Morgan about a girl problem that I need to talk to figure (laughs) about. like that doesn't make sense Uh, but Jenny Allen does talk about this and we talk about it in our mini series 84 through 91 about how you need to have those people that know like the last 2% and the last 2% is all the things Like you need someone in your life that knows everything and that way they have the wisdom to pull from and it's not like you're just going to pick some random person I would say Farron you and Morgan y'all are my my last 2% people so congratulations I made it and I know (laughs) that those two people aren't going to abuse their knowledge Mm -mm. and I know that they're going to be able to ground me especially if I do need to vent and I'm way off neither of y'all are afraid to be like "Mm, have you thought of you say Farron you're really good at this because you're nineness yes have you thought about this like no but Morgan's like ah he doesn't say it as nice as (laughs) Farron Faron knows what I what she helps with the emotional balance there.
0: I'm not trying to escalate or create any confrontation. <laughs> I use y'all for two <laughs> different purposes. Yeah, it's nice to have a variety of tools. You gotta tool have shed. those people. So what's interesting in this topic of feeling heard and being listened to is this concept that you know we have social media, we have all this technology to instantly connect, yet in this world everyone feels pretty isolated Mm -hmm. and there are many reasons for that but one shared in this book is that there's a lack of meaningful deep conversations yes or when you put something out into the world which please just talk to someone don't post about it that would just be my advice out of this whole book but um your responses are again emojis, thumbs up, hearts, the hugging heart, that's a new one. I'm mm-hmm. glad they added that. One. <laughs> it was always awkward like hearting like oh your dog died and it's like no, I don't give you love, a virtual hug. Yeah, I don't love that your dog died. I want you to know that I love you. The non-physical touch
1: people are also excited about that <laughs> along with all the introverts. <laughs> yes. I don't want to touch you. The introverted physical touch anti people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one's for you.
0: Is that you for? Your- um, <laughs> it's very situational. Yes. Let's leave it at that. No, um, but ultimately what you might do, we're all about doing self inventory, right? If you are feeling isolated, maybe think of have, how many meaningful conversations have I had? And it doesn't even have to be about the deep stuff because one, some, some of that you need to have with a certain qualified person. Right. Um, and so yeah, just meaningful conversation can go beyond walking down the hallway, hey, how are you? Fine, how are you? Okay, have a good day. Mm-hmm. Bye. Just it could be meaningful about the your favorite trash reality oh, show that you're really into <laughs> and you want someone to go on a deep dive with. Um don't so call just me. meaningful conversation doesn't have to be all the skeletons in your yeah. closet. So just don't get that right construed.
1: Or there's there's some like I know like, with Morgan, for example, he has worked all day. The last thing he wants to do is come home and talk about work. So, I find elements not related at work, but happen during his day. Like, oh, did anything funny happen? And I, I think I've mentioned this, like, in this mini series. Or, what'd you eat for lunch? Or mm-hmm. something not related to the thing he doesn't want to talk about, but related to his day still.
0: Yeah. I think, too, I could self-inventory go and tell you how many times I've spoken to Jacob but I can't, you know. I don't know that that number would be even close to the amount of conversations that were actually meaningful. It's right. just like custodial, custodial water. duty yeah. or <laughs> transactional. Who's driving? Or, who where yes. Yeah. What's Housekeeping for type of
1: things. Like, yeah. Oh. Did you send that
0: email? Did what's you our buy calendar? calendar? Uh,
1: yes, I get it. Yes, and that's that plays into. The love language of the gifts. Like, your presence is a present. And we talk about that in episode 145-ish. And then um, there's a quote it says, wherever you are, be all there. Mm-hmm. So that's even if you're the listener, make sure you're actually mentally absorbing what they're saying. Because what's not good is when they say, are you even listening to me? <laughs> that's not good. No. And that also is a quality time person as well. Like, if you... That that makes them feel connected and bonded, even if you're just listening. And their love language is quality time.
0: Yeah, so quality time doesn't always have to go and be a date, right? It's just giving them all of your attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about couch dates different couch times. Dates. Put the kids to bed, turn the TV off, put the phones down. Mm-hmm. what no, just a conversation. <laughs> if it leads to that, congratulations. Conversation Married with people. winking <laughs> emoji <laughs> <page>. <laughs> <laughs> Need to talk in emojis. <laughs> okay, so I'm reading Autumn Miles' book. Um, I am Rahab. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so she also loves a good emoji. Does uh-huh. so she all. have emojis in the text? Have you not started reading it I have yet? not started reading it yet. I okay. have my copy ready though. Well, after this series of recordings today, I'm going to explain to you that we have to do that book Okay, next. perfect. But yes, in parentheses, she'll put insert I love it. <laughs> heart uh, eye emojis. Yes. because she tells <laughs> My me editor like wouldn't let me do this <laughs> well she tells you something God, that i love that about her yeah it might sting but it comes from a place of love and so you can tell she's cringing mm-hmm. and wants you to know that what's the proverb i don't have the exact quote so actually go read it in your bible people where <laughs> it's
1: like i'd it you'd rather have like the sting of truth than like the lie of honey or something
0: uh, yeah
1: Basically, you want the truth.
0: A lie that <laughs> Even tastes if like honey or something like that.
1: Together, we will memorize the Bible. Oh, my. cobble.
0: I'm not memorizing numbers or what's the law one. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I should know it. Leviticus. Oh, yeah. that's the book I'm in right now. If you are in Leviticus, just say blood, gore, disease.
1: Procedure, procedure, proce- procedure.
0: Quarantine.
1: Moldy shirt. <laughs> Go talk to the priest. <laughs> I'm There's dead. a reason why it needs to sit in the sun for seven days, or however many days it is.
0: We're really encouraging people to go read their Bible. Hey man, the
1: Daily Audio Bible, that that has gotten me through Leviticus and Numbers, uh-huh. <laughs> which is right after Leviticus. <laughs> yes. Small chunks, and they yes. read it for you. So in the book, you kind of alluded to this already, it talks about how, ask for... If you had to ballpark it, mm-hmm. if you need a number of people,
0: you're like, just what do I do? Ask 15 questions a day. And, Brooke, how, what kinds of questions? Who do I ask these questions to? Well, you're gonna ask five <laughs> questions to people that you work with. Mm-hmm. Five questions could be in your digital space. Instead of asking them, hey, Brooke, what'd you have for lunch? Mm-hmm. If they post something that you can kind of feel they're hoping or reaching, for some good conversation, ask a meaningful question in regards to something they've posted. It could be you posing a question and hoping your social media following responds. Um, but in this sense, they're recommending that you ask a question, n- not to start a fight, eights, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, to show your interest and that you're, yeah. you're they're being seen and heard.
1: This also doesn't mean play into the person who's trying to fish for compliments. Because if you like their shirt, you'd be like, oh my gosh, cute shirt, where did you get it? Not mean girl style, but if, if that's what's happening, but you feel like you need to talk to that person for whatever prompting of the spirit you're finding, can you find something positive about the picture that you can comment or ask a question about? And like you were saying, Farron, if you are running a social media, get in the comments and respond to your people. Or if you're trying to learn about something, you could go on to an Instagram account that interests you. And go from there. Like, you could go to Move Mountains Literacy and pose a question, and she'll get back to you. And you're like, oh, okay, wow, brain explosion of knowledge. Things like that.
0: Yeah, that could happen. It could happen, yes. So, so far, five at work, five on the platform, but then five for your family or those closest to you
1: yes and like bob goff says in our dream big mini series which was episodes 92 through 100 he talks about just ask like the fifth question in line or the seventh question don't say what was how was your day be like oh my goodness what did you think about this if you if it's an ongoing or a joke or whatever go ahead and jump to that because you're trying to get that meaningful conversation and you're trying
0: to encourage an environment where they feel safe to speak. You know what it reminds me of? Tell me. From the office, whenever Pam would put someone through to Michael's (laughs) office, she'd let him get out his first, like, bad, like, hello, and then she'd go, still me, okay, (laughs) putting him through. (laughs) Ah, ah. And then she explains that he usually does better on the second try. (laughs) You know, (laughs) know that about yourself. But you know Know what I think? comes from making effective questions is back to previous chapters about being a good listener. Yeah. So instead of asking my child, how was your day at school? If I listened to the previous conversation, oh I got a big test today mm-hmm. I'm really not yep. looking forward to it You, they could answer with that answer in how was your day, but by me specifically remembering it, it's almost like remembering their name, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, she heard me she really is invested in what I'm worried about and she cared enough to follow up to see how that went and a kindergartner might not put those exact words no it
1: it like together but their subconscious will Mm -hmm. and that's going to subconsciously let them know I am being
0: heard and understood and you know how that translates later they go off to college Mm -hmm. they don't see you every day so suddenly your teenager that it didn't seem like ever wanted to talk to you is calling you every 20 minutes
1: because you have planted those seeds of, I will listen, and I'm not going to, um, no shame, no blame you. Yeah. And I genuinely care about you. Oh,
0: I genuinely care about you, too. Oh, thanks.
1: Cool. Well, that
0: was a good one. Mm-hmm. I like, I just like... At the end of every chapter, I love a good book that kind of wraps it Uh up. So I do have to read this really quick. It says, "It is often said that you live and learn, but perhaps an equally important lesson for us all is that if you listen and learn, you live more harmoniously." Mm -hmm. That that. last one was that last word was hard. Harmoniously, (laughs) there it is. I was like, "That O was not accurate." That's not how that works. All right,
1: that's good. Okay, guys, tune in next week for another strategy we'll work on there are
0: some good strategies from this Mm. book huh all right bye we're really good at
1: segues
0: (laughs) (laughs) and sound effects right yes so that's the end of our episode but if you find yourself Wanting more, and who could blame you? Brooke, <laughs> tell them where they can find us we, Monday through Friday. We have a lovely website. It's
1: wittyandgritty.blog. You can go there, it has every mini series ever we've done. What about the
0: socials, Farron? Yes, we are on Instagram and Facebook primarily, but we yeah. do also have um, a Pinterest account, so be sure to follow us on your favorite social platform. Yeah. Oh, also,
1: fun fact we release episodes every Wednesday, so you can count on us. Be sure to subscribe, that way you don't have to. Go and find it every week. Yeah, it'll just automatically do the magic computery thingy. Thank you, technology. Thank you.
0: technologies and Uh, Instagrams. Yes. All right, we'll catch you next week, guys. Bye.